Welcome to uh, episode four of I Used to Scream at Things. Thank you for coming along. We've got Janiko and Jasmine. Hey. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're going to be talking a bit of reptile photography and maybe music and probably definitely traveling and stuff because <laughs> I think that's pretty much involved in what you guys do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty um, much. A lot of traveling. So you, you were saying just before we started this up, you guys just got back from Taiwan? Yeah, so it was our second anniversary, and we decided to go to Taiwan. There's a small little town called Baoling up in the mountain range, and it's just mental for <laughs> wildlife, basically. <clears throat> so, yeah, we just went there, rented a motorcycle, and rode around the mountains for a week. It was, it was we were really unprepared, though. Yeah, that's the most fun! <laughs> yeah, unprepared is so, great. No, Don't so be terrified cold. of that. It was like, so cold. The whole idea of it was... What's, what's the temperature like, actually, sorry? It was probably got below like five degrees. Yeah. But we I had like know. a raincoat. Yeah. I don't know if it was five degrees, but it felt like five degrees because we we're just on a motorcycle in like shorts. <laughs> it's rain. Yeah. It was terrible because we went sort of went there to escape the heat of no, to uh, escape, escape the cold. Escape the cold of winter, and then we went to the <laughs> mountains. And like, oh wow, it's cold here. It was a surprise. So when you went there, what do you actually like? This is probably going to be a much more elaborate story, I'm sure, but what do you guys go... How do you pick what you're going for? And, like, you guys were using the term before. Herping. Herping. So, yeah. Okay, so, Which, it's not venereal disease related. Yeah, it's nothing it's like that. It freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> so it comes from, like... Herptology is a study of amphibians and reptiles. So herping is just, like, the act of looking for amphibians and reptiles. Like squatching for Bigfoot. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or maybe birding for birds. Yes. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so, I don't know, how do we choose a place? We a just... place that has a lot of reptiles? Yeah, yeah like, do you guys just, like, start... That's what I mean, but where do you begin um, finding... Like, do, do you pick a country first and then go, what's there? Or do you go, what do we want to get? Like, and then what's yeah, we usually look at what we want to get. And then... Yeah, and there's just certain places that, like, I just know to be, like, the meccas of animals. So, like, Madagascar is one, <laughs> Sri Lanka would be another one, Borneo, Australia is definitely one. Um, like I'm south sure, and sure like Komodo. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've we been to Komodo. Komodo. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was sick. Um, <laughs> I love Komodo dragons. They're really <laughs> <Yes>. intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I imagine they're fucking huge. Um, what is another one? Like South America. Yeah, like yeah, Komodo pretty much anywhere America. near the tropics. But then you got places like Iran and Morocco, where they probably got like lots of snakes. And yeah, it's just spiders and. Yeah, there's just a lot there. Scorpions. <laughs> I know that's not reptile related. Oh, well, like, we go for other things too. Like, we want to go to Africa. That's another huge one. Africa, like all of uh, Africa. Dude. Yeah. My, I've heard a lot about it. My brother lived there. Oh, what? He lived in Ghana for 16 months in Accra. What was he doing? Just um, He's a violinist. Oh, he's got a doctor in violin, so he's a, he's a doctor in violin. Sorry for anyone listening to an old podcast. It, yeah, he has a doctorate in violin. It's a real thing. It's kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> but he's a couple of years older than me. But he, um, him and his partner went over there, and they went to... They were staying in Accra, so the capital of Ghana. Yeah. And his partner was working. I can't remember who exactly for, but like an aid group, setting up clean water recycling facilities for the small communities so they could build self-sustainable farms rather than having to buy imported yeah, that's like cool. products. So it's like, you know, it's like a, a you know, it's a UN or aid related thing. I'm not saying it's UN, but you know, oh, that's style. That yeah. ilk. So my brother was in Accra just like chilling while she'd go off and stuff. And he's, he, he has a lot of interest in noise music and experimental stuff. So he was interested in like African music. 
just going to lay us off. Yeah, because it's like all Blood Ruth Naked and they're not set on like the floor for standard. That, that, that's it. So he, he did that for 16 months. They went to like <clears throat> um, Togo and stuff. That's boring. Which it, Togo, I, for anyone who loves animals, and I'm sorry, I know you guys love animals, they have one thing in Togo that's great. I'm pretty sure it was Togo. If I forgot this wrong, I'm so sorry to people from Togo. Um, <laughs> the one thing about Togo that's, that's really great is um, I believe the national religion is Voodooism. Uh, Whereas cool. Ghana's like Christian, like hardcore yeah, yeah. Christian. Yeah. <clears throat> They're voodoo, but that means they have voodoo black markets, which oh, are like, yeah. when you're talking like severed elephant heads, tusks. Yeah, pretty like cool. Anything stuff. that can yeah. be. They've got that shit all through Southeast Asia. Well, that, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's that style of thing, and, and they have those markets just all through it. Yeah. It's like, I've been to some of those. It's really depressing. It's strange because, like, the first time I went to Thailand, I've got family there, and they're like, oh, you love animals, let's take you to that. This is the worst <laughs> thing. Like, why the fuck would you take me here? This is the most depressing I'm thing. Gonna ever. Cry. Yeah, it's hard. It's like these, like they're just like clearly all from the wild, like yeah, built, like months ago as well. Nothing's been like actually. I, I know it's still not acceptable because most of them are endangered or whatever, but none of them have been obviously farmed or. No, like, like some are farmed. It's like that's even fucked in itself. Like, well, yeah, obviously yeah, that's what I mean. It's still still a bad bad yeah. thing on oh, itself. The whole thing's just yeah. Even in like the big tourist areas through Thailand, they've got the slow loris. Oh, like so those cute. adorable. Yeah, yeah, but they like they rip out houses. their teeth. Yeah, and then they can't be released. So. So they like they just euthanize them when they get them because there's yeah. nothing. Yeah, they can't rehabilitate them. They're, they're like they venomous, right? Them. So they, yeah, they yeah, rip out their teeth so you can't them. like get bitten by them, and then they just die. That's like have you ever seen? I think it's a, a harpy eagle. It's like yeah. fuck off, huge eagle. Yeah. But one of its main things it hunts. Is sloths. Oh, it's fucked up. There's videos on YouTube of just like a sloth going, <laughs> and then you just see like this three meter wide bird just go, and the sloth is just getting, it's like literally getting carried off through the air by a fucking eagle. Oh, yeah, that'd be so good to watch. <laughs> it would be crazy to see, but you watch it and you're just like, they're just so defenseless and so. Yeah. What are like the, per- like, like the perfect prey? Like, we're just gonna eat sloths, they don't do anything, it's just sleep. That's what I mean, it's like, <laughs> you, you're done. It, it doesn't do shit. <laughs> Yeah, oh well. Okay. <laughs> think about how long it took to get up in the tree to start with. So it's done all that effort. Sometimes I feel that way about like snails. Like we'll just like put them on the other side of the road and like suck shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. And that took you all day, didn't it? And I just fucked up the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. <laughs> but yeah. um, I was going to say, so in Taiwan, you're hunting reptiles. What were you going for this time? Oh, uh, okay, so... I'm, I know we're going to be hearing a lot about this, and yeah. I'm going to be confused our by main, the end. Our main target was the Taiwanese tabu, which is like an arboreal pit viper. Oh, yes. They're and supposed to be like, really common, and, and we didn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And then there's there's like two more of the vipers. Yeah, there's a mountain so we, viper. We and really then, wanted arboreal pit vipers, and we found zero. Mm. And then we got green tree vipers, which are just sort of everywhere. And then, they still look cool. Yeah, they're really cool, but... Okay, so coming from Australia, like, you never really see vipers. That just, they just don't exist in Australia. No, and we're um, all, like, adders and... Yeah, well, That's the closest Yeah, we got, like, alathids, which are, like, front train venable snakes. Anyway, okay. Um, yeah, so when you're overseas for the first time, you see a viper, you're, like, super stoked on, like, this green arboreal snake. Yeah, and then yeah. you see, like, like... kind of just freaking out a little bit. Like, yeah, but then you see, like, 50 of them are exactly the same. Like, oh, the green vibe is really not that cool, to be honest. <laughs> you sort of get over it. Like, it's... Yeah, it's a bit there. Uh, what else are we looking for? Um, um, we've had a few kill- 
magical things, like the false vipers. Yeah, there's false vipers. It's this this. What defines a false vipers? Like I don't know. So they're they're a colubrid. So it turns out the one we were playing with was actually quite venomous. But <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Like, <laughs> I love you, Rick. You're like, oh, apparently it was venomous. It just didn't fuck us up that time. Oh, but- it was. Didn't bite us. It was it was pretty chill. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty chill. Like yeah. it was really chill, that's so why I was like, oh this can't end badly. And yeah, it didn't. So. But yeah, they're like a, a mock viper, so they are pretending to be like a venomous snake so that predators leave them alone. But they are actually venomous it turns out as well. Yeah. I, I don't think it'd like kill you, but it's no, it wouldn't kill like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have a good time. Yeah, it'd ruin your day. <laughs> so, it'd like, ruin your day. Yeah, like, oh, not again. Just putting it lightly. <laughs> pretty much fuck your day up. <laughs> and then what else did we see? Like coral snakes, and yeah. they're like they're kind quite of, rare. Yeah, that, I didn't know that. I was pretty stoked to find that out. They were rare. I just sort of like, we just sort of found it like, oh, cool. Yeah, another another cool snake. Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're really beautiful though. They're, do you mainly go for snakes, or is it like um, what? What do you have a favorite? Uh, I'm I really like goannas. Like really for me, that's like oh, but I don't know. There's something really cool about them with snakes. I don't know. Like, do, do, you th- do you think it is? I know it sounds funny, but do you think it is part of the danger? Because, like, <clears throat> for anyone who hasn't seen it, check out Janika's page to see his photos. Like, <laughs> to, to get close or even work with an animal if you have to, it's not... Yeah. Uh, I've had a few, like, it's cool. I don't know. I think the venom aspect makes them cool, but it doesn't make... It's not like, oh, it's a venomous snake. I'm just going to yeah. go for it. How, how close do you actually have to get? Oh, you, like, you can pick them up. Like, we'll generally have to actually catch them. Like, when we're overseas anyway, like, we'll just, like, you have to handle them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know, if we're doing, like, macro photography, you'll be from... You're within striking distance. That's what I mean. Like, you're talking, like, what, 12 inches? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we kind of spot for each other, like, if a snake's getting... Like, if it even begins to move. Yeah, so, like, we'll set it up in a way. So, like, if Jasmine's taking photos, um, I'll set up the snake for her and hold the flash and, like, get it all set up. Yeah. she'll be... Click it away, and if it, like something messes up, I'll pull it the other way, and yeah, then just we'll just repeat that. Keep it clear. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> which which is why it's different, because um, you know, like like you were saying before, everywhere's different. Yeah, as far as how it works. Yeah. So, but like, it sounds like the, the snakes are the most fun. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think are like, they the hardest to find, or is it other uh, stuff? Yeah, snakes are a lot of the time they're the hardest to find. I don't know, I don't like think they're hard to general. find, they're like hard to target. Because like what you do to find snakes generally is you strut road. Like just endlessly. It's it's like it sort of ruins the majesty, <laughs> yeah. like, look at that shot, but you're like, I just drove the fuck. Yeah, road. we like we just drove a lot. Like we didn't actually do much. Slowly walking. as well. Like thirty Ks an hour. Yeah, we rest the thing you actually have to be able to go and spot something, like yeah, well, across like, a moving like it's really obvious. Like if you just look at the road, like, oh, oh crap, that sticks moving. I'm gonna make noise and I'm gonna grab this. I want something that uses an ashtray. I'm sorry for making noise. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's like, I mean, finding goannas, you might have to go, like, flip rocks or... Finding, like, geckos and frogs, you yeah. can really target them. Mm. So, like, one of them we're looking for in, um, in, um, Townsville, it was, like, a 13k walk. And I just, I don't know, we just really wanted to see that gecko. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, we're doing it, we're doing that walk. And then... There was another one, there was like four in Mackay, where you sort of have to go like go up the beaten track and you basically just walk up these rivers and there's no tracks or anything. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well, we're going to walk up this fucking creek line for two hours and 
hopefully find it. Do you end up like I'm assuming you guys camp and <laughs> yeah, uh, usually just sleep in the car. Yeah, just sleep in the car. Okay, so you get in as close as you can to where you need to be, basically. Yeah, four wheel drive it in or yeah, pretty much whatever, and then. But like sometimes we'll yeah. not nothing you have to do. Yeah, like I, I think like how many of them would be nocturnal? Oh, all, um, like mostly. Yeah, yeah, oh, most of them. Yeah. Okay, true. Yeah, I did not know that. And then like frogging, or looking for frogs. Some of them are really, really like particular. So should I be more scared of snakes at night? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, there'll, there'll be more of them around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, they're everywhere. Like, you have probably a like, But aren't they reptiles? Like, they sun themselves? So isn't they... Yeah, well, like... Yeah. I don't know. I know that sounds funny, but... But everything's, like, perspicular. Like, the weird thing, like, people don't sort of... Like, realise it gets too hot for animals in summer. Like, like even for snakes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. anything above 30 degrees is, like, generally too hot. It's more dangerous for a snake to overheat than it is yeah. to get too cold. Oh wow! Yeah. So like, can they do like a kind of hibernation thing? I know that sounds. Oh, they do. Can, can they like sleep? Because I've I've read about like animals that have you know that can almost like slow. Yeah. Their, like not yeah, full hibernation, do. but slow their heart rate. Yeah. Down. That's pretty much what they do. They brunate, okay. which is like they just slow their heart rate down. It do nothing. Basically, just chill. Yeah. yeah. It, like just Netflix and chill. Like, nothing. Sweet. But yeah, it's so Taiwan. Like, what else are we offering in Taiwan? Uh, the rapid forest, like the flying frogs. Yeah, there's flying frogs everywhere. See, and we saw. How is it defined as a frog that flies? I think oh, it's just the name. These, yeah, these ones weren't as flying. Flying. <laughs> flying. Yeah, they were they're very flying. Like, You're a shit flying the, frog. They, they were. <laughs> they're still in the genus flying of flying frogs, but in Borneo, there's like um the Wallace's flying frog. Okay. And they've got um like. Just these massive feet with like webbing just all around it. Yeah, because frog frogs like, I know pro- people will probably won't ever see this video, but <laughs> fr- frogs like the webbing isn't it normally quite short? Oh, it depends on the frog. Yeah, but yeah it's generally not. But like these guys, it's, it's not like yeah. up here like. Yeah. 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 These guys, these it's like a fan, like one of those Asian fans. Whoa. Webbed hands, <laughs> yeah. and then they they live like right up in the canopy, like 20, 30 meters and up in just... the trees. Yeah, and they can just glide from tree to tree. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's really cool. Can you actually see them gliding? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we saw, saw a harlequin flying frogs So we were like taking photos of them wow. and you just every now and again see one jump over you. That's pretty yeah, cool. they, they were like in the tree behind us and they were gliding in front of us down into the water. Yeah, but it's, it's strange because it's like a 10 meter jump. And you're just like, oh, how far? How many of the places you're going to? Like you were listing a whole bunch of them off. Okay, like, so <laughs> we got a huge trip for the end of this year that we sort of adjust like in the stages of planning now. So the ne- the next epic trip. Yeah, well, this one this be is our most epic. Yeah. Most remote. Uh, yeah, so yeah. like <laughs> depending on where you are. Bangladesh would be pretty remote. So we got a month in Bangladesh where we're doing a study on vipers, and then Sick. yeah, it'll be, it'll be pretty fun. And then like it's really remote, so I'll be doing camera trapping. So I'll just set up a camera and leave it, and then there'll be a motion. Which is what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really fun. I oh, will go back to it later, and then um. After that, we're going to India, India to work on crocodiles. Yeah, like radio tracking relocated crocodiles. Oh, okay. So they've already, like... Yeah, so are like, you guys putting them on, or are they already no, put on in your... No, we're just tracking, basically. We're just, like... But it means you can take photos. Oh, uh, for us, it's more, like, something that we can put on our resume as well. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like a cool yeah. interaction. We've yeah. never been to India before as well, so it's be a new country. Yeah. And it's really cheap to volunteer with someone, like, on their, who's doing yeah. their PhD or whatever. Oh, that's sick. So, like... 
that month in Bangladesh would cost us 500 bucks. Just don't go near that river fly. Have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah, it's in mental. India? Yeah, have it's sick. Have you seen it? So, yeah. so there's a river, like, from some chemical factory that yeah. just has so much, like, off-put. So don't be terrified. This isn't, like, any of the ones you're going <laughs> in. It's, like, it's it's like a smaller stream that runs past, like, a town. Oh, but, yeah, it has... A small, fiery stream. A small, fiery stream. Yeah, imagine, you know, like, oh. bath foam? Yeah, the river at night is literally like bath foam. You know when the sea foams up? Yeah. It's like that, but it's like that deep. And you know when... Have you ever lit like a steel wall or something? You go... Yeah. Yeah. You see that running up and down the foam. Oh, because it's in fire permanently. Because like, it just ignites from like the temperature of the sun or something. And the chemicals <laughs> mixing. And then just stays on fire 24 hours a day. That'd be cool to do like a long terrifying. night. Eh? Just... Well, like the video I've seen, I'm just like... Cool, but no. Yeah, yeah, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> not for me. And the, so, India for two weeks. And then last night, we just decided to go to Madagascar after that. Yeah, so, yeah but Madagascar will be awesome. It will be so awesome. Yeah, isn't that the so kind of place where you literally just walk out the door and turn left and then there's going to be some shit yeah. running yeah. around the place? Yeah, chameleons everywhere. There's one thing I really want to see in my life, like, actually, like, in the flesh, get near or yeah. if possible. Oh, it's, that's why we're going. On my finger. And then I just want to see like little lemurs hanging around too. Please yeah, so many lemurs. Don't let the fucking bite you. Oh, I've been bitten by monkeys before. It sucks. I fucking hate monkeys. You've been bitten by monkeys? And just... he thought he had rabies. For yeah, I was freaking out. I was like, <laughs> on the net, just like, all right. Did you get tested? No. Why just... didn't you just go and get tested? Because I don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> I don't want to be quarantined. <laughs> you, you can't get tested rabies oh, really? to get the post exposure shots for them. Okay, so basically it's just like if you go they go, we're gonna give you all these antibiotics and yeah. chemicals you, and that's Yeah, you have to have. get these like giant injections and you have to get like five mm. over five weeks. Yeah. I didn't want to cause a fuss. I didn't want to cause a fuss. <laughs> With your potential rabies. Yeah. With my potential first in hundreds of years Australian rabies outbreak. <laughs> that old <all> happened. <laughs> but you didn't, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm like, so nothing happened, so I was right. Well, yeah, that's the, the main thing is nothing actually came of it, so it's all good. <laughs> Except the, by the sounds of it, it fucking hurt. Oh. Oh, I, I squealed a bit. What kind of monkey was it? It's it's a cat. Like, yeah, the cat. The evil little fuzz. Yeah. Small one. The, They're the ones you the always image. see. Monkey monkey like cliche. Yeah, yeah. Like stealing your food, stealing okay. your phone. The Disney monkey. Yeah, yeah, the, the Disney, Disney monkey. monkey. <laughs> that little monkey from Aladdin. I already know my cat. Yeah, that sort of style where they just want to steal everything. That's so, cool. Bangladesh, India, uh, like what? Madagascar. Madagascar. And then we're spending a month in Borneo on the yeah. side. And then we come home for like a couple of weeks. And then we'll be working a month, eh? in like remote New South Wales. Yeah. That's alright. Yeah. What are you doing there? Um, Just personal stuff? or? Oh no, we'll be working, working. So, like getting paid to do it. Mm. Uh, basically just doing like fauna surveys. Just looking for animals, but getting paid for it. So Fauna surveys, eh? Yeah. So like, I know it sounds really boring, but I am actually interested. Oh, you know, it's... What, actually, what's it involved? Like, what are you doing? Oh, we just go out and look at an area and be like, yeah, there's animals here, and then we catch them and log them. And then, um... Okay. Yeah. That's basically it. So is it, what kind of wildlife is there? Mostly bats. And like a lot of geckos yeah. as well. No, like, no, like, terrestrial mammals or anything. No. Oh, you got like a few wallabies. Nothing like, too... A couple of possums. But... Nothing too, like, crazy, crazy. I'm no. sure you'll come across yeah. some cool stuff. Though. Yeah, well, we've done it, like, for the last two years. It's like an ongoing um, project that we just get invited back to. Yeah, it's huge of fun. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so two years now? Yeah, well, I, I did the first... I did two years ago and then last year and then Jasmine did it 
this year as well, and then we'll do it next year. I think that'll be the last year it's on. Yeah. Take a break for a while. Yeah. Or is that it? I think like, that, I think that job's just done after next year. Yeah. But yeah. Do you have any interest in like ocean stuff, like sea snakes? Oh, uh, sea snakes! It would be cool. Yeah. It's just something that we haven't really. It's just like another thing to learn too. It's another. It's also another. I know it sounds funny, but it's another danger to deal with. Because now you're dealing with, like, water. Yeah, I'm actually legit scared of sharks. Like, that's the one thing. Like, I... I don't, you don't have to tell me I'm terrified of open water. Yeah, it's so just... It's like, it, actual open... I'm fine with, like, a beach or a river or whatever. Open yeah. water just kind of makes oh, me uncomfortable. Man, I'm such a pussy when it comes to, like, even going to the beach. I'm like, ooh, that thing the sand from my feet. It's like a shark. I grew up on the water. Oh, really? Oh, that's all right, then. Yeah. So it's well, just... see, this is where it gets really bad for me. For anyone who listens and knows me and hasn't heard this before, I actually grew up partially on a yacht. Really? So when I was a kid, my dad and a friend hand-built in our driveway a 36-foot yacht. Just for, like, love? So for a particular reason? My dad just wanted one. <laughs> my, my dad's a sculptor for yeah. a living. So yeah. I mean, I'm a fucking sculptor. I can do fiberglass and stuff. Done. So he built a 36-foot yacht, and we had it moored at um, Wynnum. No um, way. The harbour there for like seven years. That's it. Yeah, and we lived on it. So when I finished school, we would drive to Wynnum, you'd get a dinghy to, to the boat, and then you'd go out and then stay in like. So did you live in stuff. like. Yeah. Did you live in Wynnum basically? Well, we had, well, my parents owned a house in Belimbo. Oh, okay. Cool. But but we they liked being on the boat. So okay. we'd be on the, my, my dad's like an ocean nut. He was a scuba instructor for a while. Yeah. That's so true. he was a sculptor. It's a weird story. We'll get too sidetracked by it, but he was, he's a sculptor by trade. Yeah. And then was silly enough to go, I'm going to have kids. And then when I need an income more than an artist's income, and, you know, being a sculptor, you do make a lot of money off some jobs, and other ones it's just like, yes, you're not getting right. money. Mm. So he would do that, then he got his teacher's license, or degree. Yeah. So he became a high school art teacher. And he ended up getting uh, positioned at a high school that actually had a marine ed program, which cool. not many do. Yeah, yeah. It's <clears throat> I don't really have that. I won't say where, but it's down towards like Logan part yeah. of Brisbane and stuff. Okay, like cool. it's down that way, but it's um yeah, it was a cool thing that they were doing it. They ended up cutting it like fucking education. Everything sucks. Fun. Uh, Everything fun gets cut. But they basically went, uh, we need someone to take kids out. Yeah. We'd like it if you had some certification. So dad instead of just going, Oh, I'll get an, an like a basic scuba, you know, license so I can take kids out in a group. He went and did every single thing and ended up getting a master instructor. That's sick. <laughs> and he was like a Naui certified master instructor. So for can, five you, years. can you die at all? Have you ever I, I can't. I'm yeah. asthmatic. Oh, okay. funny as I'm smoking weed right now. Um, <laughs> it but, helps. But, but it's, it actually is a little bit different. Like they've done chemical tests on it and it, it relaxes capillaries in the lungs rather constricting. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a bit of both worlds. But I haven't had asthma problems in yonks and yonks and yonks. So maybe you should just smoke up and then go diving. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I, I could probably do it now. Actually, I'd be tempted to try it now. But I did a lot of snorkeling. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. really into like the idea of free diving and holding your breath and yeah, just yeah. doing that. I actually, kind of prefer that. I know it sounds funny. I don't like the whole no. We, we breathing know, nitrous I, mix I, thing. We, we met a Norwegian guy who like really into that. He said the same thing. He's like, I prefer to free dive than dive. Well, there's a dude. Uh, fuck. This is off from me listening to Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> there's a dude called Wim Hof. Really interesting guy. And um, I ended up exploring a lot of his stuff after listening to the podcast that Joe had with him and whatnot. And he's, he's I'm pretty definite it's Wim Hof I'm thinking of. And he's a specialist in, like, 
body endurance almost. So he's like cold endurance. He doesn't oh, like going in cold yeah. springs. But I, he, he's developed this. breathing yeah. techniques where anyone can do the technique. And after about three or four of the loops of breathing things, so you're essentially like doing like a... You're only doing a half exhale, yeah. and then pulling in as hard as you can. And you're doing that till you're lightheaded nearly. Then you stop. Then hold your breath. So you do that like 20 times, hold your breath. I think it's a bit more than that, but say roughly that. So you hold your breath, and what you'll find, <clears throat> you time the first time you do it. It'll be longer than you probably normally would hold your breath. Yeah. You do it a couple more times, though, and I've tried it, and you literally get up... I. Not saying it was like super long, but for me it was. Yeah, it's I held my breath for like a minute thirty. Uh, yeah, okay, because I I can barely hold my breath for like thirty seconds. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can hold mine for maybe about 40, 45 normally, a little bit longer. But it was like a minute thirty after just doing it. Those yeah. three rounds. Because there's a school in Bali that teaches that, like that sort yeah. of breathing yeah. and stuff. Right? Yeah, well, that's where we met that guy. He was like there to learn how to hold his breath even longer. Yeah, to do three dives. I, yeah, I was going to say, is, is being a European dude. I know this is really stereotyping, but they all seem to be nuts about the freediving thing. Like, yeah, yeah. We're like, who else would we meet that's freediving? Uh, I've met a few people who are like, and they all seem to be from Scandinavia. Yeah. They're, they're all Norwegian and Swedish and yeah. Finnish. And... I think it was like, when I was on tour, I met a, maybe like a Swedish dude. I'm not sure. Mm. But I did meet a Scandinavian guy who was young to freediving. Yeah. Yeah. We had cool chats. It's pretty, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Well, like, to me, I thought you'd just be like, so what do you do at the school? You're like, all right, hold your breath. And then, for a really long time. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> then stop. That's basically what he does. Yeah. He teaches you how to do that. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen any videos of like the hardcore free Yeah, it's Like, crazy. where they go like off like, they free dive down to where there's that, an underwater drop off. That guy. And then they drop off into the yeah, drop off. that video of him going to the abyss. Yes, yeah. that is terrifying. Yeah. Anyone has a look up, just look up free diver abyss. And if, have you ever seen it? Seen no, it. yeah, you watched it. We watched it together. Oh, do we? Yeah. He, he like goes down the water and he's just standing on the sand, and it's just a drop off into black. Yeah, and, and he just goes, "Gotcha!" And it's all free dive, and it's just terrifying. And it's like legitimately like three or four minutes long. And it makes time. me really uncomfortable because he goes from beautiful sunny blue water, where you're like, "Oh, it looks all innocent," and all you had to do was look through the water, and you'd see there's just a pit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a giant circular looking one. It's not like a. It's the gates of hell, basically. Yeah, and it looks terrifying. I'm just thinking, whatever, do this. Yeah. I don't know. Like, see, to me, I feel like I get my head around a lot of things. Like, like for other people, like just picking up a snake is even the stupidest. Like, why the hell would you do that? But yeah, someone doing that, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's it, again, it's just another, it's another kind of like risk taking, yeah. but it's a different kind of risk, and I guess there's one for everyone. Even like um, rock climbing with no ropes, that's just insane. For, the free climbing, free climbing yeah. terrifies the shit out of me. Because I was watching another podcast where this guy's like, "Yeah, once you get above like a hundred feet, you're gonna die anyway." Oh, I was like, "If you fall, like, yeah." So like, you, like, it's no, there's no point being scared after a hundred feet because. So, so okay, so so basically, his theory is fear is negligible because I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, like if <laughs> that's you fall, terrifying. Yeah, if you fall, you're gonna die. Terrifying. Anyway. So it's like, and then I got things like, so is it like worse to fall from ninety feet because you might live? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, this is terrible. Well, you, but, I guess you'd run into all sorts of people like this, wouldn't you? Uh, or are you? Or is it more remote? Like, do you end yeah, up kind of on your own? Generally, just like yeah. out in the forest at night. There's not really people there. Is it hard? Like, I know it sounds silly. Is it hard navigating in a forest at night? Because I um, imagine it's not the most. I have a pretty fun. good sense of direction. Jasmine's pretty useless at I've navigating. I've lost okay. for yeah. hours. 
a few times. Although, like, I got lost. Yeah. I can't blame during, you. It's pitch black in a jungle yeah, or something. This was during the day. Yeah, it's jungle. <laughs> it was Brigolo. Brigolo is like just like small acacia trees, like scrubby bush, basically. Not too terrifying. It's just really easy to get, easy to get lost. How intimidating are these places, though? Like when you go into them. Uh, like, like, I you, thought maybe it just seems like you know you guys have obviously got pretty straight up drive to do it, so it doesn't bother you. But for even for me, like the idea of wandering into a jungle. <laughs> oh, what oh, like? like our elephant story. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> elephant in... story. I like the set of this. Oh, oh it's so like. Is this near death? No, I wish it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's near stupid. <laughs> Well, we, we went, yeah, go. So we went to this national park in Thailand and they close it at night because there's elephants in it. And they're really dangerous. And we drove all the way out there and we didn't realise it was going to be closed. So we just snuck in. We wanted to see the snakes. Yeah. And we were going on this walk and we started to hear this really low thumping sound. But it was like off in the distance. We were both listening and we were both looking at each other like, what could that be in the jungle? Like, where there's elephants. <laughs> so, we turned around and started, like, heading back to the car. And we stopped hearing it. And then as we started getting close to the car, we started hearing it again. And we, we said to each other, like, if that's elephants, like, that we're just running. Just, like, just Yeah. Run. So, I'm like, I'll leave you. Just run. Particularly yeah. if they're, like, really close. Because you do not want to be in any yeah. sort of range. Because I sort of thought it would be cool you. to, like, find elephants on foot. But then I was like, yeah, you can't really, like, do anything about it if they're angry. Like, it's sort of, like, they just get well, you. But it's it's going to stomp you. And you're not really going to have much recourse yeah, like, in what it does when it does. People die in Asia from elephants gouging them. Yeah. But we started walking back to the car and it got louder and louder. We're just looking at each other, like, secretly <laughs> shitting ourselves, like, trying to remain calm for the other one. And we got out to the car and it was the park rangers were playing house music. And it was just, like, the bass And it was line. the bass of the music. <laughs> and we are sort of, like, we both, like, 100 metres from the... <laughs> and it's like, that's fucking bullshit, because we just walked twice as far as we had to, because we had to look at the map when we got to the entrance like again, a into the circuit. So we went all the way to the end, started hearing it, turned around, and like, started hearing it again, and I'm like, oh, wow, we just wasted a whole night. So that's probably the most scared I've been in the jungle, and it was yeah. house, house music. music. <laughs> yeah, it was just hair of house music. Yeah. Fucking, and it was shit too, it wasn't even good house music. <laughs> just crap. Is there good house music? Oh, maybe if you're in the right state. <laughs> <laughs> in the right club in the right state, maybe. Oh, what was another one? What's another thing that was, like, scared the shit out of us? Um, oh, that time we were in the Kimberley, and I decided to climb this, like, rock escarpment. Yeah. And there's, like, an easy way up, which, which is the way it went. Yeah, And yeah. Then there's a quick way down. Oh, I can do this. And it's, like, I sort of got halfway, like, this is fucking shit, because there's just, like, a 20-meter <laughs> drop, and it's one of those, it's like... It's most fun. No, no, it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, it, it slopes out, but then you sort of have to like, it just slopes back in again. So you just have to find a way back down. So it's like, and then there's a like edge. Oh, oh no. And I don't know, I started, like, I started going down and eventually I just felt like maybe two meters, but then I fell onto a tree and I was like, oh, okay, well, it's probably the worst like, two seconds of my life, and just sat there for another ten minutes, and Jazz was just sitting there watching me, like, you idiot, like, what are you doing? How high was this tree? Oh, it was just, like, I fell onto a tree that was part of the ridge. So then, <laughs> I go, I was like, alright, just 
chill. Collect your thoughts for a bit, and then we'll walk down. <laughs> well, that's cool, though. See, at least, I mean, this stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Oh. You're in odd places doing... I try not to do anything that's dumb now. My other favourite was Jimmy Kerr jumping off the scooter to grab a Cobra. With me oh, still on the back No, so what actually happened, you tell this wrong every time. <laughs> so, we were like, right, like, this is in Borneo, and we're just riding up and down this mountain. And, and we see this so the road's really steep, <laughs> going downhill, and there's these massive gutters on either side of the road, which are like... This already sounds dangerous metres, enough. It's two metres wide by, like, a metre and a half deep, like a massive gutter. Like, the, yeah, they're basically the open sewer yeah, yeah. essentially, for just runoff oh, of anything. Yeah, it's just like rainforest. So, anyway, I was like, oh, snake. Um, take the handlebars, I'm going to jump up and grab it. And she says, okay. So I'm like, sick. Jump up. And as I'm jumping, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't... Mean, I was on the back of the scooter, and so my, feet, my feet couldn't even touch the ground. Like, I, I, don't know, I couldn't like, even, like, like 40 reach the, fast. Oh, like, 20, maybe. Yeah. Did you crash? Like, oh, yeah. I couldn't even reach the handlebars or anything. Like, I've been on the back of the scooter. <laughs> but, like, jumped up and moved the best thing is, like... I didn't know which handle was like, I, cause she think she thought both of them were like you both turn them. I was like, no, it's just breaks. You just like I, mean, I couldn't it, even reach them. Yeah, the problem is when you're in the pillion spot, it's kind of hard to go. Ugh! <laughs> mid, 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 no, it's just funny because it's like, oh, I'm gonna jump up, okay? Yeah, I can do it. Ah, <laughs> no. I just really wanted that snake and didn't. But like, yeah, we got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah we got, got it. So snake. that was the best thing. You didn't destroy and the camera, the camera survived, I survived, narrowly missed the giant gutters. Yeah. Which wouldn't have been fun by the sounds of it. God, no. Oh, no. It's, it's, but it's, it would have been like a soft landing, such a weave. And soft landing. Heaps of leaves with rock debris. <laughs> yeah. Logs like, and shit underneath. Concrete underneath it. There's probably cobras living in that. Oh, that'd be sick then. Like, no. that's what you want. <laughs> You want to find a pit vibe, but not a pit of vibes. That'd be, like, the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as you're not in it. Yeah, as long as you're not landing in it. If you landed in it not knowing you were there, I don't imagine that would be fun. <laughs> Have you ever come across, like, any completely retarded thing? Oh, uh, like... Like, where, where you're aiming, going, we're looking for this, and then completely found something else, and be like, bah! Yes. Uh, does yeah. that happen? Yeah, like, I've been just out in the field, like, in the, in the NT, just looking for stuff. And then something that I wouldn't expect would be that, like, oh, crap. Like, well, we've, we just, found like, the... little lizards, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. We found the albino breakfast. Oh, yeah, so that same trip where I nearly died <laughs> falling off the cliff, we were, like, driving back home and, well, back to the airport, and we're having, like, a really bad run that night. We're finding anything. Yeah, that last night there, too. And I was yeah, like, let's so just... Like we need something. <laughs> well, we are going to Komodo after that. Okay. So it wasn't that big of a deal. I was like, let's just like start heading back to the airport. We got like a day drive, so let's just get a head start. And as we're heading back, I saw this thing in the corner. I'm like, alright, I'm just gonna turn around. Like this is the last thing. And it turned out to be an albino snake, which is it's like a one like once in a lifetime thing. Like like I was gonna say that's I'm assuming that's rare. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think like oh. is that type of snake venomous or is it just Yeah like, but they Or is it like a tree snake that's all big colors? Yeah, it's like it's venomous but in the way that like they if you're a skink eggs. Yeah. Okay, so so for us it might hurt kind of. No, we just don't. No, oh, completely yeah. calm. Okay, so it would just be like a bite. Yeah. If it bit you. They, they don't even bite. Oh, do they not even really? No. Oh, they're pretty placid. Yeah, yeah. they're just like, like 30 centimeters long, just rosy along in grass. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was probably like a highlight of the year, really. That was sick. 
That would be, yeah, like, it's like, finding stuff like that, I guess, makes the trip even better. Yeah, well, like, well, the trip was pretty average. Yeah. And then we found that. I was like, oh, this is probably the best trip we've had ever. <laughs> you are saying Komodo. Yeah, so... Oh, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, we went to Komodo. Jasmine organised all this. This was her, like, part of the trip. And, um... It was, was a lot of emailing people, because you're not supposed to stay on the islands. No, no, I've heard that. Like, you're only supposed yeah. to go as a visitor. Just yeah. general risks day. and other stuff. They don't want people wandering yeah, around. Yeah, only researchers are supposed to be able to stay on the or island like BBC. Like, if you're doing a documentary yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but I managed to get in touch with one of one of the park rangers and he let us stay there for... We stayed on Komodo for one night and Rinko on one night. Yeah, so Rinko is, like, another part of the Komodo. Yeah, they're, like, the two park. main yeah. islands you get to yeah. How How... how um, how, how close did you get to the Komodo? Oh, <laughs> they don't seem to be uh, uber friendly. Like, one slept next to our room. Like, yeah, <laughs> like our little, like, shellac thing that we were staying in. There was, like, a staircase. I was going to say they're raised up. Yeah. Yeah, and the Komodo dragon, like, walked maybe up the three metres. <laughs> walked up the stairs. And, and my, because we went with um, my dad and my little brother. And my dad was, like, reading on the deck and just saw, like, this cop dragon coming towards him. <laughs> and it just slept there for the night. Yeah, and then, like, there's, like... Up in the and it was gone in the morning? Oh, we watched uh, it. We no, had to wait for yeah. it to leave in the morning before we could leave. Oh, yeah, because you don't, you don't want it to be, like, basically you're the first meal of the day. They're, like, they're pretty... They don't eat very often, though. Uh, these ones eat all the time because they're next to um, the park ranger offices and houses and kitchen there. So they just, like, they used to feed them, but they don't. But there'd be, like, chickens and goats just hanging around. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure Komodo wouldn't be afraid of, like, bin raiding. Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. stuff like that. Well, that's the way a couple of park rangers got bitten a couple of years ago. And they got bitten because the dragons were attracted to this mold and cooking dinner. Yeah. They came up into the kitchen. They're all raised houses there, yeah? Yeah, but the dragons just climb in. Yeah, they're like, like three meter lizards. Yeah. They should just put a ladder instead. Oh, they'll climb up. They're yeah, like, they're, they're arboreal when they're young. They, yeah, oh, they can trees, climb up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, so that's what arboreal means. I yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Arboreal's tree dwelling. Yeah, okay. pretty much. What's and ground dwelling? Terrestrial. terrestrial. Okay, terrestrial and arboreal. That's cool. What about subterranean? Is there one for that or is it just, just subterranean? Fossorial. Semi, semi, fossorial. Oh, subterranean. Yeah, fossorial. Fossorial? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Like I'm going to have to re-listen to this afterwards <laughs> and like look stuff up because I get really interested in this shit and I need to know like more about the definitions and stuff. And then... So our main target on Komodo Island was there's... So the species of viper is found, like, all along the chain of islands, but on Komodo, they're blue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bright blue. What, the dragon? No, no, no the viper. viper. Oh, what the fuck? That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's like a Tron viper. It was... <laughs> so we really, really wanted to find this snake. We only had one night to do it. And so... Because you, you have to be with a guide at all times for the dragons. They've got, like, a big stick with pokers. Yeah, so it. they can fuck them off if they try and come too close. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny, like... <laughs> This huge, huge animal, and like your defense is a pointy stick. Yeah. And that, and literally, that's the best you've pretty much got. Yeah, like, but, imagine, but it works. Like, imagine like shooting at something. Well, well, they're like well, they, afraid they of these sticks, like because they got it's the, like a fork, and it just goes into their eye, and yeah. they're protected, aren't they? Yeah, they're protected. Yeah. They can't shoot them. Yeah. That dragon that bit those park rangers a couple of years ago. I think he's bitten three people now. And they've poured paint on him so they know which one it is. Oh, so like he's marked. Yeah, it's like yeah so they can just so they can go the psycho right? ones here. Watch yeah, out. Red yeah, line. but they won't Back euthanize it or anything because they're all protected. That's so trippy. But yeah, so the snake. Yeah, we like walked around it? all night, maybe like six hour walking, 
drove around. Yeah, the cruise, and all we like we found a spinning cobra and one green face, so just the normal mm. coloured viper like twenty meters up a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we we're pretty defeated heading back. Like that was our only night to find them and we didn't get them. And um my dad and my little brother had come with us and they went to bed. They were like, no, nah, fuck this. And we were like, oh, we're just going to have a look around, like, the little village area. Yeah, yeah. Like, just have one last look before we go to bed. And we found one just above one of the ranger huts. Yeah, it was just chilling on the roof. So then we had to get... Disconcerting. Yeah, it's just really, like, it's common for them. Like, the reason we knew about those things is the ranger that Jasmine was talking, like, oh, I found this blue viper in my room today. And you're like, oh, okay, well, we're coming over, so <laughs> see you soon. I've watched yeah. videos of people like you know like when they uh when people have been called to capture like crazy like black mambas and stuff yeah. in Africa. Yeah. Watch videos of that and how like I saw one video where it went into a bathroom, like a public bathroom, and that's why it got called. Yeah. But when they get in there, they can't find it. Oh yeah, that happens a fair bit. Yeah, like, but 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 there's like grating, so they're like, oh, it's outside. So they look on the roof, it's not there. They look in the roof, it's not there. And at this point, they're getting kind of t- very uncomfortable because they can't open the bathroom. So it literally gets to the point where they have a stool outside the toilet door stall, like, closed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like an extra barrier. And they're getting a stick, and they're slowly lifting the cisterns <laughs> on the toilets. And they lift one, and it just fucking starts <laughs> slinking out at them like a psychopath, and they just bail. That's it. It literally got into the toilet system. Yeah. It found a little, like, I don't know if it went through the toilet or whether it went another way, but it found its way in. That's just coiled up in there waiting. We, like, we found a few animals in toilets. Yeah. It's like, if, we, if we're driving wherever, like, I'm just like, let's just stop at that toilet. There'll be an animal in it, probably. Yeah, if you, like, take the systems off. Because it's water. Yeah, it's water, and, yeah. like, they're generally pretty cool. I mean, That's what I mean. It's sheltered. It's insulated. It's permanent water. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. If you drive out west and you take the back off the toilets, there's always desert tree frogs in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine, do you guys come across, like, spiders? I'm fucking arachnophobic as shit. So. Yeah, we came, we came across, like, a little, like, tarantulas and Yeah, up north like Grayson came across a you, but you we don't been, target them. You haven't been don't. nailed by any of them though. Like, you haven't been, have you, you guys haven't been bitten by anything venomous? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I can talk about one of them. Okay. One of them, I got spat. Like we were out photographing the snake, and it bit me on the finger. And then. Oh, it was so, so fun. And I'm assuming it was Such venomous. A fun yeah. Night so we day. wrapped up my hand. Decided to drive back to town. Like, so we left all our camping equipment there because it would have taken us too long to like pack just down. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to obviously so be accelerating like, blood pumping through your body by doing cardio. Started driving back. I was like, all right, we'll call an ambulance and then yeah, because so we were out um, like maybe just over five hours west of here, mm. and um, there was like one small little town, maybe like a couple of hours. And we didn't realise that there was a hospital there. We thought the next hospital was Toowoomba. Okay. But we didn't have enough fuel to get to Toowoomba. So we had to call an ambulance to meet us halfway because I didn't know if we would actually make it there. And then, yeah, when we're just blaring down the highway, meet up with them, I get chucked in the back of the ambulance. Pumped full of anti-venom. And then, no, (laughs) that's that's the best thing about it. (laughs) Then we got to, um, we got to, like, the small little town um, Jasmine mentioned. 
And they were like, oh, we're going to have to airlift you because we don't have facilities here to treat a snake bite. I'm like, oh, okay, well, is that going to happen? And they're like, oh, in like an hour or so. Like, yeah, now it happened And then, so that was at like maybe 2 a.m. Eventually it's like 9 in the morning, this plane still doesn't fucking come. Yeah, and, and like, I, I started heading there because it was going to take me like four hours to drive there. Yeah, so you could meet them. Yeah, yeah so, so I drove there, had like a nap on the side of the highway because I was falling asleep at the wheel. And I still beat them there. Yeah, and then the I was <laughs> yeah. like, this is kind of bullshit. Like, I could actually die. But by that time, I sort of worked out nothing had gone wrong. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to take this plane anyway because Jasmine's in Toowoomba. Like, I can't. And you don't, <laughs> no, but you also don't want to, like, I mean, admittedly, you do not want to take the risk. Yeah, yeah. There was like, I was like, oh, I could be fine, but, like, I might not. Yeah, like, yeah I didn't want to cause a fuss as well. I'd be like, oh, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, but you, you, don't can't have, you don't want to have a heart attack like 12 hours later. Like, yeah. yeah. Please cancel the plane. Like, Jasmine, please drive back and pick me up. Like, four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, then they airlifted me to the airport. And it was annoying because we had to, like, take a detour as well, which I thought was bullshit. So we, like, stopped in another town to pick up this lady. I'm like, oh, what's your story? And then we got chatting. <laughs> <laughs> I got bit by a fucking snake. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what happened to you? And she's like, oh, had a heart attack. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that sounds pretty good. Jump on. <laughs> <laughs> so then we land in, um, Australia. Australia I'd already been there for a couple of hours waiting. Basically get to the hospital and then take a couple of blood tests. And, like, an hour later, I'm, I could leave. Like, so they, yeah, I was yeah. fine. They're like, yeah, okay. So we got subway and then drove back. So either yeah, didn't to pump drive. you with them. No, no. no. I've, yeah, so it was just lucky. Yeah, it's just a driver. It happens a lot more than you think. Okay, yeah. so so they're not always striking <coughs> with the intention to no. yeah. wipe so, like, the fuck out. So venom's like really hard to produce. It's for like an, an expensive thing for them to produce. It takes yeah, so like it's, a it, lot of energy for them to make that. So it's not like a shark with its teeth where it can just like rotate them and shit. Yeah, it, yeah. Takes, it takes a while. So like, to like, venom for them is just to eat. It's generally not... Yeah, so if they're going to eat, they're going to nail it and that's it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm assuming there are some snakes that are like more cuntish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> to use that terminology. Well, like, yeah. taipans don't generally dry bite. Like, if they're biting you, they're calculating Cobras in the same one thing? Uh, or are they more, less... I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about... We have them here? No. no, no. I don't think so. Even yeah. Eastern Browns, they did a study on them recently. And they were getting them angry, getting them riled up, and getting them to bite Not just things. Like, yeah. yeah, they're getting them to bite things to see if they injected venom. And it was either, like, 70, 70 to 80% of the time, it was a dry bite. Like, I, had, I got a friend. Yeah. So it's not like a spider, which is guaranteed and they're, to turn soft. Yeah. They're seen as, like, Australia's, like, most dangerous snake. Because they're sort of everywhere. Get, yeah, most people get bitten by them. So, like, one of my mates, when he was out here, like, he, no, he was, like, 16. Yeah. He decided to catch this Eastern Brown and just take it home. <laughs> he this is, like, this is like in the 70s. And he's like, I just want to see, see what this feels like. He's an idiot, right? Yeah. And he's just, like hitting the snake inside the enclosure, like, just bite me, it's fucking smash me. And it took him like an hour, and eventually just, like, it bit him. And he like, when walked to his friend's house, like, oh, it's got bitten by an Eastern Brown, like, look after me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing happened, because spent like two hours trying to get bitten, and then nothing. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, well. Isn't that a good thing? It, it, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, he was, he's a bit of a strange one. Mm. So, I'm trying to think of. So you're saying Madagascar's? Is that the next one after all the other places? 
Yeah, so we're doing it all in one big trip. Yeah, so we, we'll be away for like three months. What's the main thing for Madagascar? Is there any one? Chameleons. Chameleons. Like the chameleons? Yeah. yeah. Just chameleons. all of them. And then satanic uh, geckos. Or yeah, they're or satanic leaf tail geckos. I like, look them up. They look sick. You should look them up. Satanic. Yeah, yeah. satanic. They're, they're, they're like red and black and they've they got horns and shit. Alright, I'm gonna look these yeah. up. Later. When yeah. I release it, I'm gonna look yeah. them up. You would have seen them online. They're like one of those animals that comes up on like Facebook. Oh, yeah. like one of those coolest looking fucking animals yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. That kind of they're fucking yeah. clickbait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a clickbait reptile. What a poor reptile. So and there's just like the most beautiful frogs there. And they've got nearly 300 species of frogs there. And Shit. they're all endemic, just to Madagascar. Oh. So they're not found You literally cannot find them anywhere. Yeah. 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 Fuck. And half of the genus there are mm. unique just to Madagascar. So they're just all So basically really you're going to be photographing stuff where it could be one of your few opportunities yeah. to get photos of yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good, because I'm sort of happy with like our level of photography where, like, we're going to come back with nice photos. Yeah. No, I think, like, this stuff's great. Oh, it's just like, we look back in like our first trip to Borneo and I'm like, we should just go back because we suck. Yeah, pretty much. So. We did right. a lot of camera difficulties as well. Yeah, so like our first trip to Borneo, my um, focusing plane just fell out of my camera. Yeah, like the focus screen. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah no, I was like, great, like that helps. Just generally important for everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to like, see life. The day before we left, my macro lens got stuck on my camera. Like one of the screws came loose. Oh, and it seized and yeah, yeah, and I couldn't get it off. And I just bought like all these new lenses. Spent all of my money buying new lenses. And then couldn't use. Couldn't use yeah. them. So like we couldn't like we could barely use them on my camera too because it was like fucking. Well, I had a um seven D at the time. Yeah. Unique out of five D, and they were um crop sensor lenses. Oh the yeah, and then so you have to punch it on the picture anyway. Then like we had like yeah. six flashes together, and then I think halfway through that trip we had like. By the end of it, yeah, just everything dangerous. broke. It sucked. Fucking rubbish. And then I think I've gone through. I went through six of them in six months. Yeah. But it's strange. Like, like I've had like young nose for the last five years and had like two of them break. And one of them was because I dropped it down a cliff. Yeah. And the other one had like a battery leak. You, you, you can have the pain of what I do. That the, <laughs> I'm pointing at an orange thing in the corner. Um, that's the battery pack for my flash. That's mental. It's a motorcycle battery with an inverter. What's the, like, light thing? Uh, 800 watt. The sun? 800 watt. Practically the sun. Yeah, it's an 800 watt, up to 320 or 400, uh, 1 over 400. So what could you light, like, what could you light up with that, like a football field? Or no, <laughs> no, 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 but you can do, like, photography of, like, a lot of people quite spread out yeah, in, yeah. in probably a good... Seven, eight meters? Yeah. And just put it like 45 and punch it across. And so that'd be really cool for your corporate stuff. Like, all right, it's a good point. Yeah, I use it for bands. Okay. More so than anything, like yeah. band promo, because it makes sure everything's punching out really nicely, and then you can do all the cool shit where you want to make it look grim later. Yeah. Most of that's post. Because I remember, I, like, I did a bit of that with my old band, like, just, like, doing our own promos. I could just never get an even light, and you just... It's yeah, fucked. It's fucking so annoying. Like, you have, like, staggered lines as well. Yeah, this is just bullshit. Well, I use that, and then I have, like, um... If anyone doesn't know what the speed light is, it's like an off-camera flash, a small one. I have speed lights set up with... It's all just on remote triggers. Yeah. 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 Well, that's... We've We're just got speed lights on transmitters. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. 
It's the easiest thing and it works. Yeah, and it's so easy to pinpoint if something's going wrong. Yeah. When we're out in the field, like, that's all we can use. Because mm. that's you... all our photography is in the field. Well, that's the thing. Like, how do you... Do you just use torches for everything else? Um, how the fuck do you see when you're at night? Oh, we yeah, got, like, so head torches. torches. Okay, so head yeah. torches and stuff yeah. like that. And so we've got, like... Do you have lanterns and stuff as well? Oh, no, we probably should. Yeah, like, just, like, LED lanterns? Oh, I try to have, like, a head torch with me most of the time, so I can look down, like, cracks yeah. and shit, but I always lose them, really. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most, like, it's pretty hard to lose a head torch. Well, that's the thing, it's, like, it's on We head. still manage it, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, one just disappeared once, and, like, we couldn't work it out at all. If, well, if you take it off and it's at night, you're gonna have a chance. Oh, we just feel like it just disappeared from the car. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we, oh. like, woke up one morning, like, packing all our shit, and, like, where's the torch? Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, we go yeah. through a lot of them too. Yeah, that, I mean that's a joy. I've had. The, I'm not gonna lie, I'm lucky. I've never had gear. Knock on wood. Um, fail on me in the field ever. But if you want to experience the most frustrating things when you're rushing to a shoot and you don't have a screwdriver or a butter knife or anything, and you've just been on a plane, and I use um like I was showing you, I use these like hard flight case cases yeah. that clack down. They have like a little thing on the front that you have to twist. Yeah, yeah. So it lets air in when you're going on a plane. Oh, okay. So the pressure changed. Yeah. yeah. I have numerous times forgotten about said things. Um, forgotten about them. So when you get off the plane, the lid of the case is sucked in. Yeah. And even if you pop the locks, you cannot pull it oh, open yeah. because the entire thing is vacuum sealed from yeah. the inside. So you have to get a screwdriver or something and force it in there. And it sounds like you're opening a can of Coke. It just goes... <laughs> Oh. When you open the flight case, Doesn't it's really just freak the shit out either? Yeah, it's yeah. really. Oh, dude, the first time it happened, I didn't even realize I'd done it. I get to the shoot, and I'm just like Ooh. smacking <laughs> it and yeah. stuff because like the stuff inside's fine when you beat them around. That's the idea of them. But I'm yeah. just like, uh, 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 and then the, thankfully there was like a Bunnings like two blocks away, so I'm just like, I need gaff tape anyway <laughs> for the shoot I was doing. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna get a fucking screwdriver, and I got back, and it's just. <laughs> but it was yeah, that sound is that. Oh. Mother of I think George. that's like the one thing we really like it. Is like we've got all this gear, I don't know, like probably collectively like $10,000, maybe a bit more, mm. which isn't that much, like in the grand scheme of things with cameras. Oh, it is to everyone though. Yeah, it's, like it's, to it's, us it's, it's a lot, but I don't know, some people that's just like one camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we like put them in like these cheap ass bags. They're such good bags though. No, but like I, I, I travel when I go overseas just with a backpack style. Soft yeah. pack, and yeah. I try and just pack everything as tightly as I can, and I use a small kit. Yeah, yeah that's we, what we've got these well. like Nova Gear bags. They're just like a ripoff of a Nanu bag, which is like this high quality yeah, yeah, yeah. travel adventure bag. I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Everyone uses Pelican cases. Yeah, I use the, Vanguard cases because yeah. they're a third of the cost, and they're just as fucking good. I can never work out why Pelican costs so much. Really, uh, uh, part brand, part they have like. Could be completely wrong on this, but from my understanding, they have like a certification that the other case companies don't. Oh, okay. Like on the quality of, of what it can do, like it's water resistance, it's temperature resistances, and stuff. I think it's more strenuously tested. Like it's one of those things where like quality control. Yeah, the, right the case doesn't yeah. come out unless it they know it's doing what it's supposed to do. Whereas yeah. the other ones can be kind of bulk built. You could get a dud with a fucked seal or something. And yeah. Realize for oh, a fair call. Um, like I wouldn't want to risk throwing mine in the water. Like, they're supposed to be able to, but I wouldn't want to risk yeah. just going, because I just don't know how air, it's like, it's airtight to bring air in, like, seal it and vacuum seal it, 
but you can pry it open still, which means there's still like the tiniest gap. And the fear is if it's vacuuming in, yeah, if you put it underwater, would it uh, pull water well, in like, from pressure? Do you reckon it'd be fine like in a storm? Yes. Yeah, it's fine in rain and shit. I've, yeah, but you I've, wouldn't submerge it. Just no, I've I've out. had those out in like fucked like rainy weather and stuff, like yeah. where I've just been finishing a shoot and the storm's coming over and you're just like packing down. You just get yeah, because that's like I'm making a camera trap, right? And basically it's just a DSLR camera with a wide angle and a motion sensor and a bunch of flashes. Yeah, yeah. Up, And you just leave that in the forest on a animal track for like a month. And I'm just sort of, I've got all the equipment, but now I'm just trying to get it so it will last a month in the field. Well, that's, that's the challenge, yeah. the, the durability. And I'm like, well, should I spend like, 300 bucks on this piece of plastic or should I just spend like a hundred dollars on mm. this piece of plastic yeah like you, you don't know what, like it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things like I've built a million stupid things for camera gear and using it in film and stuff and you never know until you start trying yeah you, it's honestly you might end up pissing money away at some point building one and going oh, oh yeah, this is the like worst the, fucking idea the amount of like so what we do now is we have a wireless transfer on the camera to a speed light and then I'll hold, like, one of us will hold the flash as the other takes photos. Yep. Whereas before, we've, like, made all these brackets or bought brackets that hold the flash. Yeah, so you can, like, mount them. Yeah, the trees and it's and... just... Oh, no, just, like, attached to the camera. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's, I like, off on an arm and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, like, like some wedding photographers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mostly for, like, macro stuff. But, fuck, like, the amount of... Like, I've made, like, probably, like, a dozen brackets, and they all suck. Like, they last for, like, one trip, and, like, oh, this is just crap. Yeah, and you just get, like, the flash just, like, falls into the camera because the arm loses, like... Oh, its yeah. ability to stay tight is good. Yeah. yeah, so I've done trips where I'm, like, trying to hold it up and take photos. And now it's, it's like... so painful. Now it's just going to the... Because we've been, like, fucking around with diffusers a fair bit, and we're actually both really happy with the lighting we've got now. And, um, it's just easier for one of us to hold it. Yeah, and just, just yeah, get the just job done. Take yeah, photos by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, but I mean, admittedly, by the sounds of it, you kind of have to. It's yeah, probably better for you guys yeah, to be it's doing. It's a lot it easier for like with one of each us. of you doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier. Uh, like some animals, you can do it with, but yeah, admittedly, mostly you need two people, mm-hmm. which is yeah, it works really well for us because we barely go on a trip by ourselves. So <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it's. Oh, well, like the system we got now really works actually. Mm. Well, that's the thing. If you if you're using something now that's like reliable, does yeah. what you need it to. Yeah. Then why change? Exactly. And then, uh, what else have we just spent money on? Flashes. <laughs> like you've just pissed away money on flashes until recently. Yeah. They they break pretty easily too. Yeah. Even even good speed lights will break because they're just still just a fucking plastic construction. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like the the hot shoe itself. Yeah. Oh. She just buy Boomatars. Yeah, that's. I've got a transmitter stuck on the top of my camera at the moment. Oh really? Can't get it off. Just see. <laughs> so it just, Luckily, it... I can just change the batteries. Like. Yeah. So it just stays underneath it. But. <laughs> I've had um, an adapter sees. That's a little freaky. Oh, that's sad. So like a, a Nikon F mount to Canon EF. Yeah. It's a Nikon. I think it's an F mount for a Nikon. But doing that together, I'm like, oh yeah, this is sweet. I can use my manual. Nikon lens that I really like and then I'm like I left it on there for like a month <laughs> forgetting that metal and metal just will see yeah, the yeah, temperature just, changes so I had to sit there like going <laughs> and like I was so terrified my thumb was going to go through into the element of it oh, and I'm just like just, you're, you're putting so much pressure and on it and it's just yeah. like how much pressure should I actually like should I just rip this fucker off or should I just go to someone like 
please help. Well, I was I was more terrified because the lens was like from the seventies. Because uh, okay. I'm like, I don't actually know how durable this is going to be to start with, and I'm about to fuck it. <laughs> well, but I didn't think yeah. When my so, macro lens got stuck on it. Yeah. Well, we, but that was like a screw. Like we couldn't actually. Yeah, it's yeah. like that's a that's a that's right. It's a mechanical failure. Yeah. So in that case, so you can't do much about it. I was talking about will, and you like you pretty much just do manual everything, right? Like manual focus, manual aperture. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm, is there like any particular reason, or just... I enjoy it. Yeah. It's the way. I, it's the way I like working. I do yeah. concerts manually. I do everything, even if it's moving. I don't use automatic lenses. <laughs> so I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, my thing is because I do so much video work. Yeah. I mostly use like primes. Yeah. So because of that, I have to get used to focusing, following subjects in video. Yeah. So I don't see any difference in doing that. With a still in, frame. Yeah, in photography, yeah. I don't get why it's any harder. Yeah. And I don't like relying on technology. So a lot of the lenses I use that are primes is the other reason I have to go manual. Yeah. It's I they don't have automatic. Yeah. I'm using Zeiss stuff, so oh, all of it's, it's manual. Yeah. And if you're using the vintage ones, yeah, same deal. It's yeah. manual. So Do a lot whether of it's manual or vintage, it doesn't make like a difference. Like when you change the aperture, it changes the brightness and like the viewfinder, or is it? Yeah, is yeah. It um, well, well, the <clears throat> the modern Zeiss stuff I have is digitally attached, like a modern yeah. lens. So you step yeah. down with the toggle on the back yeah um but the old ones are all like the ring. aperture rings yeah, yeah. which yeah. i actually like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm i'm pissed i didn't buy the the nikon zeiss instead of the canon one oh, okay. the nikon build of the modern zeisses all have f-rings yeah it's canon yeah. don't we, we use um jasmine's got a samyang fisheye and yeah. i use uh a, like, well, a venus 15 mil it's like a macro yeah. wide angle it's all manual and like at first i hated it but it's actually quite enjoyable after a while. Yeah. There's times where it's just like, I wish this had autofocus. I could just get yeah. this fucking done. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really difficult with the fisheye because it's, I got it um, modified, like our friend yeah. took it apart and took a screw out for me so I can focus a lot closer. So it's never actually like really sharp. It's yeah. like very close, but not Yeah, perfect. well, it's like, it's not yeah. built to do that. So you, like, you're yeah. forcing something to do something it's not meant to do. Hence, yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any like, marks on it or anything because it's just like it just keeps yeah. well yeah going, like the focus ring just keeps going around i want to get that yeah i want to get that done to my zeiss my 50 mil but it's so expensive because they, they do it in for doing it for film lenses because motion picture lenses yeah. have a constant just keeps spinning yeah that's the, it doesn't click because if it clicked you can't do a shot of someone walking outdoors to yeah, indoors. Yeah. You can't control the change of light. Yeah. Because you'd go click, 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 click. So you need it to be constantly smooth. So you can have two people, one pulling focus, one pulling aperture at the same time. Yeah. And then a third guy actually using the camera. <laughs> so it gets really complicated. That's true. Yeah. So what, what they do is they call do closing. Yeah. It's the guy who makes it. I can't remember his first name. But it's D-U-C-L-O-S, I think. Do close. <clears throat> and you send them your, your... They only do certain types of lenses. But you send it in, and they take off the focus ring. They replace it with a tooth ring, like you'd have where you can put a follow focus setup for a motion picture camera, so you can control it from the side and stuff. That's cool. Um, as opposed to putting an attachable one on to the lens. Yeah. They do that, and then they remove all the stops on the aperture. <laughs> That's pretty sick. So it's not the focus, it's the aperture with that. So you can just spin yeah. the aperture yeah. in the same direction constantly, and it just toggles all the way around. That's cool. And it doesn't click, it's just smooth like a focus ring. <laughs> but it costs like twelve hundred bucks a lens or something. Oh, really? that's not yeah, it's fucking expensive. Because they have to they actually physically change Take stuff inside yeah. the lens.
Yeah. And it's not as simple. Like, you, well, the, the, the Zeiss, like the 50 mil, for example, that I've got, if I got that done, that's a 50 mil that's like 1700 bucks retail. So <laughs> they're dealing with very expensive lenses and they don't want to, they don't want to break them. Yeah, yeah. my Fisher was like $200. Yeah. Well, I use a lot of vintage stuff. It's like three, 400, yeah. but there's a yeah. couple that I have that are just ball yeah. terrorists, but disgustingly like expensive. A lot of the brands like have no digital components to it. Yeah. Well, a lot cheaper. well, it's one of those things like they don't, I honestly don't see the point in any of the digital stuff because it's just, it's an old thing that can break. Yeah, fair enough. And I like the... I mean, like, when we do macro, or even, like, stuff from the 20th from the 70, it's nice to have autofocus because you have, like, a moving animal. Mm. And, like, ethics sort of come into play because you don't want to, like, keep fucking around with that animal. Yeah, you just want to get it done. And yeah, done, done and then let way. it go and then do its thing. When we, when we had the bracket on the camera as well, like, I physically couldn't like hold it and do it at the same like time like comfortably yeah yeah because yeah. it was so heavy yeah you're yeah. just struggling to do it and that's if anyone's thing. wondering like jasmine's actually quite small in stature so <laughs> she can't hold <laughs> well, I, I, I know people who are big and can't hold camera gear for a long time they just if you're not if your body's not used to doing it yeah you get i find like it's really strange watching other photographers and like just how they hold a camera is not correct yeah, like, oh, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, because I do video stuff and like I was showing you that the video sort of gear you have to carry around. Yeah, I do stupid shit like carry sandbags and stuff for training <laughs> during the week. I'm not kidding. That's like exercise. I do sandbags and kettlebells. That's cool. And stuff. Yeah, I feel like I need to hit the gym just well, to be able to watch my camera. The biggest thing is getting your stomach and your lower back strong, so you're yeah. more comfortable and you don't have to freak out. Like you can support your weight comfortably and then get it, your body in an awkward position and you're not going. Or struggling yeah. at that point where you're going outside. Like, it's nice having that comfort that you're going, right, I can go here for three hours. And I'm <laughs> going to be uncomfortable as shit, but I will hopefully won't get the shutters and the shakes. And yeah. I've had, like, I've had my neck blow out from filming concerts. Because you're in the pit with a rig going like that yeah. for, like, two and a half hours. So when you finish, your neck's, like, locked up. And you're, like, barely able to move forward properly and stuff because you've just been staring up at a 45-degree angle yeah. with weight coming back, so you're holding it out slightly. Like, yeah. you don't notice so it. everything's basically off balance. Yeah. Yeah. Even with a good shoulder pad that's, like, contoured, you're still holding it out slightly because you don't want anything to slip back or you're sweating a bit too. You can't control that. It's going to get harder to hold than you Yeah, that sounds yeah. terrible. I've always, like, thought about doing music photography and just... Don't have the drive. Don't. It's chaos. Yeah, and then I don't know. There's something about animals I actually really enjoy. Well, that's the thing. You've, you like, I guess, I guess, coming full circle. You guys have kind of found your yeah your niche, I what mean, you enjoy and you're comfortable yeah. doing. Yeah, and I mean, you've got the next big, big journey. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'd be. It's. I think the like annoying thing is if you're coming back and you're like, all right, what are we gonna do to like make that seem not as good? sure there's another fucked up place you can go to. Well, for like a third anniversary, we're going to Costa Rica, Ecuador, Galapagos. Hey. So, toilets, please. Oh, the Galapagos. Oh, it's like, fucking like. The marine iguanas, like I really want to get an underwater setup what? so you can take photos of the marine iguanas feeding yeah. underwater. That's, that's cool. Yeah. A friend of mine does um, like video work filming like grey whites and stuff. Yeah. Fuck, introduce me. Yeah. That guy sounds sick. He's, he does, it's, it's hilarious, he does like tits and ass photography as his day job for like Ralph style yeah. things. And he's incredible at like, it's like high quality modelling photography. It's not yeah. like trash 
magazine flip style stuff. <laughs> um, it's People really magazine. incredibly like airbrushed, high quality stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then he also happens to own like a fifty thousand dollar red cinema camera. What's his name? Dominic Knuch. That's cool. Is that Kim? Kim Zex. That's hilarious. So, so we, we, there we go. We know someone. Yeah. yeah but yeah, he, so he's on the Gold Coast. He's a because I met him through working on film sets. Yeah. That's That's it. He's he's, like I said, he's well known. So it's not like he's a a small drop in the ocean because he's been doing it for a long time and he's got a doctorate in cinematography and all sorts of shit. Yeah. What a rad job, though. Like, oh, just gotta go out and film some great lines. I would not even have a clue how to even. I'm pretty much doing that. That shit would yeah. fucking terrify me. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I'd be like, can I put the camera in like on a periscope and hold it on the boat and I just turn it like I'll strap a GoPro to a fishing pole? They were doing cage diving with it though. Because they had a couple of spots left on that boat. <coughs> but it was I don't know how expensive. much better it feels to be bait in an open ocean or bait dangling under a boat that it knows is there. <laughs> I don't know which one makes me feel worse. It's, it's funny, like, speaking of like cages, um... <laughs> I found this Russian guy, and he built his own cage that he could put in creeks and watch um, brown bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was grizzly bears. Grizzly bears. Oh, sorry. holy shit. Yeah. And, like, the photos are amazing, because it's, like, the bear plunging into the water, but he takes it from below. Mm. And, yeah, it's insane. Like, that's how I, like, why I added it on Facebook, is just chatting to him. And I was going through his photos of him, like, making the fucking cage, and it's... It's so, it really looks so flimsy. flimsy. It's like held together with nails. and You're just like, like I, it's a I'm bear. Sure you guys are really bad. It's like that, that thin. Like Rio bar? Yeah, Rio bar. That doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. But it's really bears like slash cars up and shit. Yeah. It's, I was like, like man, that thing like wanted to actually beat the shit out of you. You've got no chance. But like in his defense, insane photos. Have you ever watched Grizzly Man? Oh, no. I can't stand like. Oh, that. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, it's for, for, just just because you haven't heard of it. Um, there's a really awesome filmmaker Werner Herzog. He normally does like actual scripted movies, but he yeah. did this documentary, or at least got the footage and then assembled it into the documentary. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's kind of funny. It's so horrible, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> this naturalist guy he's like, "Yeah, I love grizzly bears, and I want to prove that they're not like." Is this one like that he got eaten by one? Yeah. Oh yeah, he got fucked up. Yeah, and no, but this this is worse. He's like, yeah, I can live with these grizzlies. So he stays there for like three seasons, yeah. camping alongside them. And he's like in the stream with them, like fishing. Yeah. And shit. And he's like, look, yeah, you know, he's doing his diary thing. Like, it's all fine. His girlfriend comes out to visit him and they both get fucked Yeah, up. I have heard that before, actually. They get murdered to shit. <laughs> like, there's no way of murdered by putting, Like, the whole thing is... Being a naturalist is one thing, but like you guys said, there's certain situations where you look at it and you go, hmm, I don't think That's... camping with bears for three seasons is, like, yeah. honestly for me is enough to go, yeah, these bears enjoy me. And it's like, the whole reason why he apparently got mauled, and this is like what they found out, was he didn't know this, but because of, you know, global warming and different deforestation and whatever, the food source for another pack of grizzlies had diminished. <laughs> So they went, we're going to go where the other grizzlies are. And so just, they're in, they were a group that were already in, like, attack mode because they're in a foreign grizzly's territory. And he's like, yeah. oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Bam! Oh, bears? <laughs> Wapa! Large like, mammals, you just can't fuck with them. Yeah. Like, you don't fuck with bears and stuff yeah, like that. Like, silly. To me, it sounds stupid because, like, I can pick up a snake and, like, if this just got too much, I'll just drop it. End of the day. Yeah. And then, like, if a bear wants to fuck you up, like, there's not much you can just be like, oh, no, actually, go away. 
I mean, sort of like, know what to do in that situation. Like, run? It's sort of like the other thing. It was like, I don't know how to actually take control of like, this. Like, if it, if it were to happen, you'd be like, what happens now? Yeah. In your head, and just that, that click would be what like... Do do? Like that girl in Russia who got eaten alive by a bear. Yeah. She was on the phone to her mum. Oh, I heard about yeah. that. And then, like, the recording is so like, help, it's eating me. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm in so much pain. The mum, like, runs off and the cubs come back and then eat the rest of her. And she's like, yeah, oh, yeah. now there's three of them eating me. <laughs> so savage. We're laughing at it and it's just like, it's so horrible for the person, oh, but it's, it's like, it's so surreal to think that like, you can't not kind of laugh when you see stuff like that because you're like, no. Yeah, no, there's no way that actually happened. It's like, yeah, it's, and I've got like the whole script of like the phone conversation that she had with her mom. <laughs> I'm imagining it now though, but it, because I don't do film stuff, I'm thinking of it like a film script. So she'd be like, oh no, it's eating me. Insert sound, bunch, 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 bunch. <laughs> 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 Why don't you just like gross the like, your own bones crunching? Well, it's, like, oh. I couldn't imagine any of that. No. Like, there was that, it's that lady, um, oh fuck, what's that? Oh, this is going to annoy me, the documentary. Oh, uh, shit. This is another thing from the Rogan thing, but it was a cool doco. Uh, I'll have to find it and let you guys know what it's called. But there's a, there's a documentary about people living in, like, crazy environments. Yeah. And there's this lady who basically lives in, like, an Alaskan hutch thing in the snow. And she's, like, yeah. in her 40s and shit. Yeah. But she got fucked up by a bear... Like, crushed pelvis, leg broken, slashed. Comes back. She crawls into, like, a river stream to, like, drop her core temperature and stuff, from what I understand. Yeah. And then got her gun, which was with her, and then she crawled like a motherfucker, and she killed it, and she's still alive. She's got, like, fully disfigured shit and stuff, but she's still alive, and she still lives out there. She's on her own, no... Like, no family out there or anything. She lives on her own in a, in a self-sustainable hut and she hunts. No, like, it's no fucking man. terrifying. It's like, what? I mean, no. That's what I mean. Like, when I heard about that, I'm like, no. And I watched the doco thing, I'm like, no, that's... You see that's a tank, you're like, Whoa, uh, the scarring stuff, and you're like, uh, uh, uh. Well, it's like, um, weird stuff like that just happens. <laughs> yeah, it was yes. like, I was talking to this ranger from Sumatra, and... I was sort of under the impression that tigers would be sort of like habituated humans and they wouldn't actually like hunt them. No, like they'll fucking they'll kill you. I don't care. It's yeah, me. Yeah, like people will actually get hunted down here by tigers. I guess oh. when you think about it, you got to remember when they're that big and where is because we are. We're not really much of a threat. They're like, hey, it's a two-legged donkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. that video where the tiger like jumps on oh, people riding the, the elephant. Yeah. Mm. I've seen that, like the guy at the front, and it just launches. And like yeah. you can't even see it just in long grass, and suddenly his head pops out. That's the thing. It's like I, I've seen cats jump from like a floor to up on a table. I don't want to know what a lion can do. Yeah, or I a can tiger, like, or anything. jump a foot now, so that's scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the scariest thing I think about them is like the fact you can, you know, like slashing distance. It's kind of terrifying. So I don't like monkeys. <laughs> I don't like creepy little fuckers. I don't know. I just no the cats. I hate them. Yeah, they can be pretty dangerous as well. Big teeth, thumbs, attitude. Yeah, they actually have like giant teeth. Well, most 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 apes and stuff have fangs, don't they? Yeah, like legit. There was one macaque at like this wildlife rescue, and they tried to release it twice, and each time, they'd um, gone down to a village and ripped a woman's face off. That's so bad. Yeah, (laughs) that's like that lady in the states who had the pet 
the chimpanzee. The pet chimp and her yeah. neighbor came over to help and it just ripped her neighbor's face off. Yeah. Well, like, that's, that's not ever a good idea, though. Oh, cute chimpanzee. Oh, yeah. Just like that. Let's see well, where this goes. Well, they... Uh, it's a, this is, I'm so horrible tonight with this. It's escaping me because I haven't seen any of these in a long time. There's a documentary about a monkey. It's like a really famous monkey. I know it sounds funny to say a famous one, but scientifically. <laughs> um, where they took it to a house, a beautiful mansion sort of house, <clears throat> and a whole bunch of scientists lived there with the monkey <laughs> to try and teach it English and how to communicate and all that. It's really... It's an odd doco. Is it like... Ukraine? Or? No, it's American. <laughs> oh, it's American or British? One of the two. I think it was yeah. American. American, probably. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people smoking weed around the monkey because it's during the 70s. So it's like <laughs> these, like, you know, new age scientist guys are like, we're going to train the monkey to talk. And it's like, it's a fucking ape. <laughs> you do, like, because one of the chicks, like, gets her face caved in by it. And then they keep going, and then someone else gets attacked, and then eventually, like, the, it gets, like, given to, like, a zoo or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> it's a good idea. Like, I think they're team for the first, like, five years, well, maybe, and then they just... No, but the thing is, they have, like, a human memory, and this is where it gets creepy, is the lady goes, like, finds where it is. One of the ladies now, she finds where it is, because, you know, it's fucking like, ever. They have footage of it when she goes back, and the apes, like, fucking starts, like, trashing its room. Because it recognises her and just starts going psycho. Because all it associates is like them ditching it. Oh man! Because yeah. she like she like was literally like she you know she literally talks like it was nearly a platonic love with the thing like it's her <laughs> lover like it's really creepy like she yeah. spends every hour of a day with her in this mansion because that's what she has to do is her research thing. It's it's really strange seeing um primates though, like endangered primates because we went and saw um orangutans, and it's probably like the worst thing ever. It's so depressing because. You see, they like, don't look happy. Well, they're very, they're very human-like. Mm. And then you're just like, oh, well, you're the last of your kind, basically. Yeah, and you look at their eyes and just like, no. Mm. Yeah, oh, that shit. was one that I we know saw. They've got like this little island, and they rehabilitate the orangutans there. That's sweet. They have to stay there for seven years while they completely get them ready for the wild, and then they seven take years. them to like a. Yeah, well, they're, like, they're like remedial apes. Yeah, it's going to take you a while to learn. They need a lot of skills to survive. And I guess that they probably, being on that, being now raised on that habitat island, they probably don't have the communal well, grouping that, that, skills that, that, that island, train they, each other. They've got all different yeah. Oh, okay. That island has wild apes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So they like learn off each other. I and don't know how well it works, but it's better than yeah, nothing. Yeah, there was um, one orangutan. They've got like a little center that you go into. And they've got photos of this baby orangutan, and someone chopped its hand off for the um, wildlife trade. Yeah, I've like, heard doing that. So black fuck. market, and we saw it on the island, and it was just the saddest thing. Like just well, this little like stumpy looks arm. at you, and it's it's just got one I can steal shit with. And it can't yeah, make it trying too. to like because yeah. it was trying to drink water, and it was trying to like cup it with one. That's so sad. It's like yeah. all I'm imagining is like you know Aladdin, like how we talk about a boo. But I'm imagining like a boo actually got caught for stealing a loaf of bread and then just goes, ah, gotcha, and taken it. Because that's like, that's freaky. Oh man, that's horrid. No, they're so human like. It's really depressing. Yeah, you can actually see like the intelligence in their faces. Yeah, well, they have actual like. I, I know it sounds funny, a lot of animals have different sorts of traits, but being more human like, they have more musculature in their faces. Yeah. They can emote you can, more in you the can way definitely that we relate recognize. A lot more to them. It's, it's not like a, a big cat, like you're talking about a shark, you just stare at them. Yeah. You kind of just so lock up when you look into that. They don't really change much more than. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's not any like twitching know, or. kind of cute. I like. Oh, oh uh, teethy grins. There's a small one. 
in like a padding pool and not getting the fucking water with I don't me. know. I'm like terrified of them, but I'm really fascinated by them. And I don't know. It's, it's a strange thing. You should try and pose a great white. Trampo. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Up. No, so so you, one of you stands in a dinghy and you hold the tail and the other one's off the back. To get the yeah, but but you're accelerating away, so the shark's like you're counteracting the power of the shark, right? Yeah, if just to, like so, reenact the last scene with the jaws it's like take this <laughs> Oh man, great words are fun. Like those ones in South Africa that jump out of the water and stuff. Oh, yeah, terrifying. Awesome. Yeah, it's like great. I can be on a boat and you can land in it and eat me. Thanks. And sink the boat probably too, you fucker. You've got to be in a pretty large thing. boat around there. They did actually do. I watched a doc on. Um, they did uh, studies. You know, putting like they just put GoPros, like cut cameras. Sharks. All I can think of is Austin Powers, where no. he's like, I want sharks and laser eyes on my freaking heads. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like that, but they put these GoPros, and it's awesome. You can actually watch in the in the thing the shark coming from surface down, breaching them. Yeah, but it's on its own, and then once it gets to a certain depth, like ten more joining it. Yeah, and then swimming in a pack, and as it swivels, you can see it like turning and looking at the other ones. But the reason they're tracking it is it's one of the ones that's these jumping ones that are near the South African beaches. Yeah, but they haven't had an attack like a proper attack. Yeah. someone's died in like 20 years or something. So what they wanted to know is, are they actually wanting to feed? So they follow them for like weeks and they found out all they do is hang out around like a seal island and feed up there and, and they go through there to get warmer water yeah. <laughs> to circulate and then they go back out into the deep water. But it's one of these few beaches where it's terrifying and I'm showing it. They come within like a meter, two meters of you swimming and you won't know until you like look across and there's a fucking great white. But they haven't attacked, they'll just keep going on their yeah. way. And I'm like, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. Even if like, I can stand deep enough in the water to run, it can still rip me in half. And I lose. They're pretty cool though. They're amazing. I think <laughs> should, be cool I, 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 you can tell I've watched documentaries on them, so I'm fascinated <laughs> by them, but I don't want to be that close to them. That's why I watch a documentary. It I don't know. It's like underwater photography is something that we want to do eventually. But it's just one of those things where it's a lot more money than we have. And it's well, just a whole other skill to learn as well. Yeah, yeah and then, then there's getting to the locations, which can Yeah, and then you've got to like learn how to dive and be good at it. Become terrible at diving. <laughs> you've got to be good at it. Oh, well, I went diving. I just I feel like I just killed all the coral. You did. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I had no idea. So just, he's like, God's just behind around. him, just the wave of destruction. Nemo's running away. He's like, fuck you, Nemo. Just yeah. stomps that. Get out of here. Oh, man. So that's, that's cool, though. Like it, like, like, it sounds like you guys have definitely got what you want to do planned, at least, and how you're approaching it. Yeah. In it, the meantime. It's like, every trip we do, we sort of get back, we'll put photos up, yeah. and then we'll get one or two people like, oh, can we buy buy these blah 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 so it's just doing that and then so we write articles for a couple of magazines but mainly one and jasmine's doing um a workshop on macro photography in perth oh sweet i don't know if you are you okay for that yeah she's getting paid for that one so sweet. like it's just turning all those little things and then just getting it together well, that's, that's how it starts yeah. yeah so like i don't know Start we're definitely more, like more a long way off it yeah it's sort of it's such a hard niche to make money in as well, reptile yeah. photography. Well, any kind of photography, really. Yeah, yeah. but like, I mean, we do other, well, not much, but we do other animals too. Yeah, but mostly reptiles. You know, you, the main thing is you're doing your thing. Yeah. Keeping yourselves out very entertained by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah we have a lot of fun, definitely. <laughs> and, and, you know, 
you're going to keep going and doing more, obviously. So oh, for sure. But yeah, like, like, I don't know. I guess the goal is to be a full-time photographer one day. Or, like, even part-time and do, like, a cool job that involves wildlife. Yeah, yeah. 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 If they could go hand-in-hand, hand, that would yeah. be ideal. Yeah. That's always the dream. Yeah. I guess, like, it'd be the same as a lot of um, music photographers, like, touring, mm. just to take photos as well. Just to get a chance to do it is sweet. Yeah. Like, let alone getting money. Cause or a bed. Will he, like, will... Did a tour with Aborted? Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Like, oh, God, that's rad. Like, in the ones I've jumped on, it's kind of like, you're doing it for just pro gratis, basically. It's to get a bit of an extra rep via a promoter that yeah. wants to help you do some stuff to help them get more turnouts at shows. And, yeah. And it's, you know, it's a win-win for everyone. Well, if, if we could Except pay for our trips, that would be ideal. Yeah. But, like, not making a profit per se but no, well just that, getting free trips that's is... kind of how I try to do things now is even if it just covers the bare minimum then I'm not I'm only going broke to a degree not to yeah. fucking you're just like you're not, not maxing money from credit like cards not working, working basically yeah no. I mean we've got a few other plans that I won't go into too much but yeah, basically right. um, it'll basically involve us getting free trips to Borneo which so, is probably the best thing. Yeah. It sounds like it's a good place to be for that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully great. that sort of comes to fruition and it works well. Like, I've sort of been poking my nose around and have a bit of interest. Yeah. It's good. It's just we got to just suss it out and get it doing and actually do it. I think that's the main thing. I found, like, playing music and then doing photography is just, like... The next step is doing it. Yeah, just do it. Don't just talk about <laughs> you it. You can find about it and think about it a million yeah. times, but just, just like, taking the leap and going. All the users I've like, met, like, oh, I'm going to do this. Fucking give it a crack. What's, what's worse that happens? You do it wrong, try again. Fucking yeah. keep going. Not everyone is a master and not everyone's going to get it perfect the first time. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I've that a lot with like us travelling as well. And people are like, oh, I'd love to go there. It's like, well, then go. Go there. <laughs> Just fucking do it. Don't, yeah. don't, well, like, we did this, don't contemplate. We did this big yeah. trip around Queensland. Like, it was a free week. Like, we did 10,000 kilometres, right? Yeah. And the guy we went with, this good friend of ours, He's like, oh, I would have never done this. I'm like, all we did was jump in the car and drive. Like, we didn't actually do anything. Else yeah, like, but it's oh. still doing it. Like, yeah, a lot of like, people think, oh, we're not <clears> doing a drive down here. And then I just thought it'd be, yeah. like, the hardest thing. Like, all we did was just, like, take through his work and, you know, for a drive. Like, yeah. There's nothing special. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, we don't do anything special. Like, we don't have big, high-paying jobs or anything. No, you yeah. just do it because you've got them all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, like, budget well and travel very cheaply. Yeah. Like, a lot of... Budget airlines, all the budget. Sleeping in the car. Everything. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It's it fun though. But um so um I'm gonna kinda wrap wrap this up. But um so when are you guys off to the next trip, like the India and that when when was it? Uh we're leaving in November. Yeah, November, October. Sweet. So, yeah. So what I'm thinking, if you guys are cool with it, maybe if this is still going, I'm assuming it will be. We'll get you guys back. Yeah. After no. you come back, if you want. Yeah. yeah we can talk some shit. A lot of very cool stories. And I'll, and I'll have a little bit more of my setup done so I can actually, <laughs> like, have images that we're displaying yeah, that'd be recorded cool. and stuff. Yeah. So it also makes it a bit easier for you guys to show stuff and whatever. Yeah, that'd be yeah. really cool. But where's the, where's the best place to find you guys' photos? Um, well, Jasmine is, like, Insta-famous. So if you look up Wildlife Traveler on Instagram... Yep. And then just our Flickr pages. And then, yeah, so JKelp on Flickr. What are you on Flickr? Just Jasmine Bank. And then, yeah, and just on Facebook too. Just add us. Sweet as. And, um, is that it? Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming along, Janiko and Jasmine. Thank thanks you. So it was appreciated. So <laughs> thanks very much. Cool.